0: Another episode of the Friday Night Movie podcast. All three siblings are in the same room together. This will be the last time we're in the same room together for a while. A month. Like a month. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And we have one microphone to share that we're going to pass around. So the sound quality.
1: I'm already so annoyed because I just want to interrupt you and I can't.
0: <laughs> so, most importantly, at the top here, this episode will drop back in time. And we have been nominated for a Signal Award for best co-host team, in um, a best co-host team in a limited series for our coverage of South by Southwest. So, the last few days to vote. Hop on the old internet. Uh, the links will be in the episode and all over our socials. Um, vote for Friday Night Movie. We're in the lead right now, which is amazing.
1: Should we welcome Lily back to the show?
0: Oh, yeah. Lily, welcome back to the show. Becky and I have been doing episodes together for weeks.
2: Like two weeks. Let's calm down. I did did one. Well, you didn't invite me. I never got invited. You have to rattle them off. So I didn't, um, it wasn't on my schedule, so I didn't know, (laughs) I, I wasn't sure we were doing the podcast anymore. We
0: are still doing the podcast and we're going to do things a little different, not differently today, differently than we've been doing them because, um, we're going to actually talk about a movie which is great. We're going to talk about Barbie pretty soon because Lily finally watched Barbie. It was just her, it was just her birthday. And, uh, but before that, Lily, you've had a very special weekend. You went to your first Philadelphia Eagles football game today. And I, I think you, you made an adventure of it. So why don't you just fill us in on what happened today?
2: First of all, it was way louder than I thought it was going to be. Vlad warned me as I was leaving the house. He was like, maybe you should bring earplugs. And I was like, what do you know about a football game? And then I got to the stadium and I was like, oh, my God, my eardrums. That is, I cannot believe how loud that is. It's wild. Um, I pulled what we call a Fania, a mom, and I left my cell phone in the Uber on the way to the stadium. How many people are in that stadium? 80,000. So there's 160,000 people on the street because <laughs> 80,000 people go to the stadium, but they can't watch the game. So they have the nightmare without the actual game part <laughs> of being in that fucking the biggest parking lot I've ever seen in my life. The parking lot it's, has it's, parking lots. It's
0: actually three stadiums, parking
2: lots it's terrible whose idea was that they're like let's just put three stadiums and just make one gigantic parking lot holy jesus like and there was i cannot believe how many people are there and they don't actually have tickets to see the game Shy was like they just want to be around the people going to the game (laughs) it's terrible that sounds terrible that's just i don't understand i was like why would you be here um but yes i shy as soon as we get out of the uber there's I don't know, 1,000 cars in traffic. It was faster to walk, and the Uber is just now stuck in, like, the nightmare of stadium traffic. While well, we walk to where we're going to the tailgate, and as we get into the parking lot, I say to Shai, I left my phone. And You left your phone in, in, the, the, Uber, in the Uber. In the Uber, and Shai was like, well, you're never getting it back. It's lost forever. <laughs> he was like, just forget it. Your eldest turned to me, and she goes, just buy a new one. I was like, well, normally I would just buy a new one. I was like, well, I said to your eldest, normally I would buy a new one. I am not going to do that because it's very expensive and I want it now. And you're getting on a plane tomorrow. Yes, I am getting on a plane tomorrow.
1: Plenty of time to go buy a new phone. I tell you, I've heard heard this story and I'm going to go into... Lily's retelling it of a hundred percent would would've, just eat it and bought a new, new phone, phone based on what you've told me.
2: <laughs> so if you so, know,
1: if you knew then what you know now of what it would have taken to get it back and how much walking you had to do, that's not what you say to you people, have people who
2: have done heroic things. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I knew it was going to take something. Shy, shy was so negative at first, and I think he saw my desperation, and I was like, "Shy, well, just on, make a on. phone call." I,
0: I was also overwhelmed. We because were... there's a hundred.
2: Eighty thousand people on the street,
0: and we were taking four children to their first—the
2: smallest one being five years old—yeah,
0: football game, which so, is a lot. So there was a lot of a lot plus, of the, plus you who was the hardest one to keep track of.
2: Yeah, yeah, there I were, knew we were trying to meet our uncle I, in the parking I, lot. I too.
0: high-fived all the children and said thank you all for, for keeping being, it together
2: for being more responsible than my adult sister. Oh my god, it was so embarrassing. And your eldest lent me her phone, thankfully, so I could go on this adventure. It was like, Becky, it was like that movie Onward from Pixar. That's what it was like. And Sh- and Shai stayed in the parking lot, and he was my, like, comms to the Uber driver as I ventured into the Philadelphia sun. It was also 1,000 degrees today.
0: Because cause it was my Uber and so I was the only one who could call. call him. But I thought they'd I was, give
2: you their phone numbers.
0: No, you have to call through Uber. So That's I was so then conferencing Lillian as she's running after and, the car. And
2: I was saying to Shai, has no one ever left anything in an Uber? What is this garbage no, that you can't yeah, get in touch you, with them? If you
0: leave your Uber, if you leave something in your Uber and you go to a restaurant, in a city where there's just a normal amount of cars... They
2: can come and drop it off for you. They can
0: come and drop it off. You can coordinate a drop-off. I once left sunglasses in an Uber. In a day or two, they dropped them off at the house. When you don't... You can't... The answer is you can't forget something in an Uber when it's in a field of 80,000 people.
2: It was... It was ridiculous. And I literally, like, walked through a sea of human beings to trek... I don't know. It was like a... 40 minute walk. I don't know how long I walked for. And I got, I found, I, yeah, I I got my phone back. Uber driver is very nice. And then I trekked back to the stadium and I found you just in time before you had to go to, had you left to go into the stadium to go to the seats and like emailed me my ticket? I I never would have made it.
0: I wasn't going to leave without you. Also, it was those electronic tickets that you can't transfer.
2: Yeah. So I was stuck. So thank God I got back in time and we made it to our seats, which were back at mom and dad's apartment. That's how far they were from the field. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were on the last, the the second to last row of the whole entire stadium at the very, very top I've never, I've never gone that far. I've never walked that high up ever. It was like walking to the top of a 30 story building from the street. (laughs) It was, I, I, I I walked 16,000 steps today. And I went to a
1: football game. <laughs> and then, I had a big day. Yeah, but so. you added a lot of extra steps True. in there.
2: True. But yeah, it was epic. It was epic. The, it was really fun. Singing the fight song and screen, screaming at the crowd. If you don't scream, they get so mad at you. <laughs> There's a cra- crazy thing. You have to scream people. at the right time. To, yeah. Lily learned a lot. It said, they say, get louder. And then when they don't want you to scream, nobody screams. It's very. Okay. Very specific.
0: And then, we, so we did something else epic today. We had a Friday night movie on a Sunday, but we had a Friday night movie.
1: I don't even know what day of the week it is. That's fair mm-hmm. enough. We I have no concept f- of time anymore. Our first movie together.
2: And a long time.
0: We haven't been talking about movies uh, in a while, um, but we're going to start talking about movies again. Um, and so here we are. We 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 saw Bar. Well, I saw Barbie for my third time. Becky,
1: you part saw is a loose yeah, term right go, now for nap. you. Yeah,
0: I take a twenty-minute nap in almost no, every no, movie the I best see.
1: Part of you napping in this is that you'd be in a deep sleep, and right at the moment of like a, one of like the favorite lines or the best moments, you'd just like even with your eyes still so closed, just go I right the <laughs> and then you'd go right back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I said it was my second time. Okay, and was it lo- your second time?
0: Oh, I, no, saw saw twice, no, 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 I saw it twice in the theater. I don't know I saw I saw it once and then I went back with Becky. and then now, Lily, you just saw it. yeah, your immediate reaction.
2: It is the prettiest movie I've ever seen. It's so pretty. it's so like there's so much to look at. It's like being in a museum or something it's it's quite spectacular. And sorry, but Ryan Gosling steals the show. Like, don't put him in your movie if you don't want him to steal the show. He was so <laughs> funny. Like, Oscar-worthy. He was so good. He was perfect. He was just brilliant. I loved him very much. I mean, everybody was great, but he was particularly hilarious. He, I, I agree. I,
0: I put him in America Ferrera down for yeah. supporting actor Oscar, yeah. uh, Oscars. I don't know. I mean, I don't know know anything about which oscars like what's going to contend for an oscar this year but i would i would lock those two right now
2: that does that barbie contends
0: um i i think like I, so far barbie's probably the best big movie i've seen this year i mean the other one is guardians of the galaxy 3 I haven't seen that yet. and no one's no one's giving that an oscar But I just feel like, don't you feel like the Academy wouldn't be, wouldn't take Barbie serious enough to give, right? Like they'll pick Oppenheimer. I
2: think you mean Kenneth.
0: Kenneth. (laughs) 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 To give it.
2: Oh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. I guess that's the other movie people are talking
0: about. Now, Becky, is Oppenheimer one of those movies that you're not going to see, but pretend to see?
2: Oh, that's a perfect movie so, for Becky to pretend to see.
1: Typically, I would not see it and pretend to see it, but I am now married to someone who one hundred percent will make me watch it. It'll be like a Saturday night. I'll be like, "Let's go do something fun." He's like, "Oh, I have a great idea," and then he'll make me watch that. I know it's coming, so I'll let, I'll report back after. I,
0: I, I mean, it. it's obviously great. Just it's you know, I've now seen Barbie, two Oppenheimer's worth of Barbie. <laughs> And I feel great about that. <laughs> I, I like my choices. I consider. They, like they
2: make the bomb at the end, and then they use it. <laughs> like it's <that's> just. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like it's it's like terrible. Why? Like I don't know why they make it, and then they drop it on people. <laughs> it's just it's like it. It's just seems. I don't know if I want to sit there and try to understand the psychology of that for three hours. Although Christopher Nolan's a genius, like he can do anything, but ugh, sounds like a slog.
0: All right. Okay. So we talked about we talked about Ryan Gosling, we talked about America Ferrera. Who is your non like top 3 or 4 cast member MVP of Barbie? So
1: Ria Perlman. Oh. Absolutely because First of all, talk about wonderful representation of Jewish women in film and Auth- Jew- Authentic. Authentic and 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 a an important person who very easily could have been written out of this story. Um, but she was a
2: criminal though, right? In real life. Well it's tax evasion,
1: whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, and then she really, you know, she's the one that at the emotional climax of the film, she's there. To guide the our protagonist through that, and so I think like both story wise she's the MVP, um, and then Rhea Perlman is just so um, wonderful herself and what she brings to the table, for That's you right. know as this character. So yeah, Rhea is right. my MVP.
2: Kate McKinnon, Kate like that
1: doesn't count as our main character. Who are you counting?
2: I was oh.
0: counting Barbie, Ken, America yeah. Ferrera. <laughs> The
2: kid? Will Ferrell. No, but he's no, not. He's no, no. no he's, he's a side character. You could pick... So that, that's you could, it. P- anybody but those four. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Kate McKinnon. Okay, fine. Um, okay, no.
1: big Kate McKinnon. That's
2: fine. Isa Rae? Is it Issa? am Issa? Ken- Issa. I'm terrible at pronouncing people's names. Issa Ray was great. Okay, if we're not going as main. No, no.
1: I, I guess... I don't mean to tell you what to
2: do. <laughs> um, but McKinnon... Like, he was so smart... You know what What I like about this movie, and Shia, you'll appreciate this. You can tell the person who made this movie loves Barbies and played with Barbies.
0: Right.
2: And while it's a beautiful criticism and takedown of the world that we live in and the stereotypes that we deal with, it and the patriarchy, obviously, it, it also has so much joy around the actual toys that this inspired. And... Weird Barbie is absolutely like all of Becky's kids are weird. Has they only only have weird Barbies, right? Yeah, poor children. They they they
1: take Barbies and immediately rip like the skull with the hair part of it like off. That we also have like a lot of knockoff Barbies. Actually, I will say they're actual real Barbie brand Barbies. They take care of it's all the other. Uh, imitation you know just like dolls can you tell
0: us more about the skulls being? so okay
1: out? so they have like these dolls that are from the ladybug show and they're really terribly made but so like the hair is it's like imagine the face is one component but then the entire hair skull part is another piece of the head and oh they just God. like there's a lot of them missing the hair no part. part, so it's just a body with a face on it, and like a
0: no skull, and like
1: a cavern in that. <laughs> oh my God. Also, they're all naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: weird, and, We're dip, so
1: and typically the boy the boy character is wearing all the girls' clothes, Aww, <laughs> and all the great. girls are naked. Yeah, um, uh,
0: for me, it's Simulu who. If someone's going to steal the movie from Ryan Gosling, it's, it's Simu Liu, because holy moly.
2: He was great.
0: He was great as the rival, Ken, just clearly looked like he was enjoying himself every moment. Every I mean,
2: Everybody really does. Yeah, like, wow. Everybody looks like they had just had the best time on that film. Like Everybody looks like they were having so much fun. It was such a fun Oh, like oh, okay. Vibe.
0: Okay. My next question: There is some great one of my favorite things in the world is a great music moment, and I'm gonna you're gonna buy Rent and Med. There's three music moments I'm gonna throw out to you here. Okay, so you have Pink, the opening song, mm-hmm. and both versions because you got to kind of sandwich them together because there's the fun there's like the bad day version and the regular version mm-hmm. by Lizzo. Then there is uh, the Ken song. And then there is, is it Billie Eilish, who is like the sort of emotional core song there?
2: The dance montage, like the dance scene at her house that first night, that doesn't count.
0: I'm I'm, I'm not counting it in this Byron Dermat. I'm putting those three songs. I love that
2: moment. Okay. But, but, okay, those three songs. Um, Ken. Obviously, the Ken song was hilarious. And then... um, The uh, emotional moment. I thought that was very beautiful. And then the Barbie Dreamhouse moment. Because I was so distracted. But it's the first scene of the movie. I'm so distracted by everything I'm seeing. I didn't even hear the song.
1: The thing about the Ken song is that it's so good and it's so absurd that you just have this, like movie going on where there's some music throughout and there's some cute moments with it and then this song is so good they're like wait we're gonna pause it actually make it a
2: musical for the next seven minutes because it's so good like narratively fits anywhere in that moment like i don't understand why it's there but they were like we need this and let's put it in and it's worth it right
1: yeah so i i think the, the 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 gutsiness to go all in on that Ken song and to stand by it so hard to say, now we're just going to have a musical because they love the, the song so much. Really, I respect the choice, so I will buy that. Um, I will rent the opening song because it's so exciting and flashy and it, it hooks you in and gets you right into the world right away, you know? Which is very important, and I'm gonna met the emotional song because I just cry very, very hard during it, and it's like it's it's a lot.
0: So I have a similar reaction to Becky by the Ken song, rent the song the, the opening song because I love the way it very subtly breaks the fourth wall, like K death, and, and and the way. The way Liz was kind of talking to you, but if you're not paying attention, you don't really realize it. I love that. And then also because there's I don't like to cry in movies and to cry bit, in general. Did make you emotional that it makes me I didn't watch this time. This time I just like looked at my phone and like tried to fall no, but back not
2: the first time in the theater.
0: The first time a little bit, the second time more but I didn't cry. but like this time I was like, nope, just gonna shut my heart down for this because I can't <laughs> take it. So so that's why. but they're all they're all amazing. So here's okay. so we're just talking about this movie, which is like a brilliant comment on. Uh, feminism and patriarchy and equality and and but like how do you how do we reconcile the fact that a lot of the things that we've talked about here are the male elements of this movie? How does it end up that way? That
2: you Is know, it cast Ra- Ryan Gosling. I don't know what to tell you. It's not my fault. <laughs> if make, the patriarchy make worse
1: means... make worse
2: casting choices, then we won't be as interested in because he was just so good. But there's, I mean. There's so much like you know non-patriarchal things about the film that are amazing. It just happens to be that he's so excellent.
0: Here's my theory. Yeah. So my theory is, and this goes back to whether it's Batman or Die Hard or any or or, or uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, or wrestling.
2: Interesting.
0: You need a great villain, and it's it's not so like these are the stand-up moments we're talking about but it's also because they made the villains the villains they're not really villains in barbie but they made them so compelling that that like that made the stakes and everything in the movie so much better so it's not that margot robbie isn't amazing and in fact on my third time watching it i really because there's so much happening in this movie i really got to just totally focus on her and she is incredible in this movie and in some ways like I don't know, very generous to let all of these big flashy things happen around her, but she's the glue in this movie. Mm. Um, but, but making the villain so over the top and enjoyable, I think is part of what makes it a great movie, but it's not necessarily that like one's better than the other, but it is, it is, it is funny. It, it, anyways, it's like Jack Nicholson is the Joker or Alan Rickman anytime he was a villain. Right. It's... You make a good villain. The movie's going to be good.
2: Right, and, and and he, you know, he did get a lot of the funnier jokes. Like, she's kind of the straight man, in a way, in the movie, and he is getting, I mean, him and Kate McKinnon got so much great material to work with, and they leaned in so hard that it, the whole movie is great, but that really stands out. Um, I, I did love all the other Barbies, though. Like, oh, yeah. all of the other Barbies. <laughs> it's just, it's very funny. And, and they're great, but... but.
0: The buffoonery know. of men really does stand out in this. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> they're not to be emulated.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: All right, so we tagged a few things that we think for Oscars. Any other things that
2: you saw in this movie that you think are Oscar-worthy? Oh, my God, the protection design, the art. The art has to win. Like, they should win this year and next year. Like, they <laughs> should give them two. The costumes, costumes are insane. They're, They're and, all real, like, actual Barbie clothes that they historically had.
1: I, I think so. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Either way, it's, spectacular. It, it, it's that feeling. It brings back that feeling. I remember so well being a kid and how badly you know i wanted the barbie convertible or the barbie outfits right and watching it you have that feeling again of like oh my god i, I wish I, I could of wear that those stuff
2: we only got Barbies. We never got the house or the car.
1: Uh, I had the white convertible. Shut oh, your mouth? mouth. Yes, I oh, did. I it know. was a huge deal. And
0: didn't you guys have some sort of camper van or Winnebago or something like oh, that? maybe
2: Becky. No I, had, no, I just had the white convertible. It was a huge deal. But we didn't ever get the house. We never had the house. No. I'm
0: pretty sure you had a Winnebago because I would take your Barbie things for my G.I. Joes and use oh. them as like...
2: Maybe, f- maybe that's why we didn't
1: have the Winnebago because you took Dang. it. <laughs>
2: I would go to, um, Julia Brownstein's house and play with her, um, Barbie dream house. I'd bring my Barbies over to her house when they lived on our block and we would play in their playroom with her Barbie dream house and had an elevator. And I thought it was real.
0: <laughs> I, was I remember 100%
2: convinced I, it was a real house. I,
0: rem- I remember in my mind, Ken had brown hair. And then, Some Kens and then you got, like, a blonde Ken, though. Is
2: that right? Did yeah, you have probably, a blonde Ken? Yeah, I did, we did have a blonde Ken. But I only had one Ken. Because you don't need more than one. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> the, I mean, the best line... Can I just say, two best lines in the movie is when he's like, can I come over? And she's like, why? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> That's, like, the <laughs> best. That's the best. And the second best line, not to get it, emotional, but the second best line is when, I think, is it Rhea Perlman Rhea that says... Mothers stand still so that their daughters can see how far, how far they've, they've come. Woof that line is very beautiful. It's like, way to go, Greta Gerwig. <laughs> just mm. messing up our shit right now. Um, but yeah, that, that that of jokes that, you know, I don't know what we would do at your house. That was just perfection. My
0: my, favorite, my other favorite line is favorite because of how much Becky loves it, which is when Wolf also. says, some of my best friends are
2: Jewish <laughs> <That was laughs> with no
0: just, context. No <laughs> so,
2: context. You could tell it's written by Jews. <laughs> and he's obviously, like, I bet they didn't write any. I know my friend. interesting is that Greta Gerwig said that the script is exactly how it was written. Nobody ad lib. There was no improv. Although I just find it really hard to believe. I feel like there should be an asterisk, except for Will Ferrell. Right. Like, I mean, maybe not that joke, because obviously they wrote that joke because they're Jewish, but just some of the shenanigans that Will Ferrell does, I just, yeah, I feel like it's just so him. I don't know. He was... That's a real gift to be able to get Will Ferrell as a real feral as a side character in your movie. It's pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so
0: I read. And I wish I didn't remember where the headline was, but there was a headline that was something the fact of like Warner Brothers planning Barbie sequel, and then like My Little Pony Movie or Hot Wheels, whatever, a bunch of other toys.
2: Mm-hmm. Polly Pocket.
0: And then the really intelligent person Polly who posted this, which now I forget who it is, so I'm really sorry said something to the effect of it seems that warner brothers is like learning the wrong lesson from this Ah, (laughs) like instead of making more intelligent create like creator driven movies they're like supporting women that's like more toy movies so that being said uh sounds
2: about right though
0: so that being said what uh is there another toy movie that you would want to see made (sighs) I did love myself some My Little Ponies.
2: I had a lot of them. I don't know. Feel so like a live action My Little Pony. Maybe my God, but not for me as an adult, but for me as a kid to be able to watch a bunch of colorful horses speak, and that's like my dream movie as a child.
0: What about a live action version of the Care Bear movie with the haunted book?
2: No, that's that's like. Too scary. That would be like whatever, the insidious movies. Like that would be so scary. But I I would go for a remastering re-release of the original in, in theaters. <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie. W- what
0: about you, Becky? Toys
2: were so weird back then. What toys did I even play with?
0: I was just thinking, did Becky play with toys? Mm,
2: not really. She had a rock collection. <laughs> I
0: you I have I have a long list. But lately, um, you
2: have so many toys.
0: This YouTube channel that I love, Secret Galaxy, uh, which used to be called Toy Galaxy, Dan Larson. He did a whole history of the show Inhumanoids, which was like beyond terrifying. It was a cartoon made by, I, anyways, it had all the same voice actors as GI Joe and Transformers. But it it had like this villain called Decompose that if he touched people, he turned them into zombies. And at one point he turns the female character of the good guys into like a zombie and tries to marry her and stuff. Anyways, it's a truly terrifying show for little kids, but it would have made a cool, could make a cool movie. And it had a whole environmentalism theme to it, I think.
2: I would say of all the movies that have been made from toys, which there are many, this has to be the best one. Like where the toy came first and then the show or the movie.
0: Right, like so, Ninja Turtles doesn't count because it was a cart. It was already something with a narrative before. Right.
2: But Transformers, that was a toy that they made into a television show based on a toy. Yeah, and there's others. I'm sure there's many, but this is obviously the best one.
1: I think Go Go Corey Carson was toys before it became a show. That's, That's a, a great example. Pretty sure That's about a good
2: show. That. I,
0: I want to see the, like, high art meta version of it, like Barbie, though, of Go, Go, Corey Carson, like Go, Go, Corey Carson, having an existential, have te- an existential te- crisis.
2: Technology is taking over. Um, but, like, yeah, my, and you know what's funny is that I'm so, pretty but, sure. Like, if
1: they're cars and they drive everywhere, like, what happens when the little kids get tired? You can't just put them in the car because you are a car. Like they can't all get in a car to go
2: somewhere. No, they just have to park in their garage or they park on the side of the road and go to sleep. I guess so. I don't think the I logic. I they just is really put dumb.
0: gas in them. I don't think I, that's I, how cars I, work.
2: I, I also appreciate how Barbie. The logic is not really thought out. Like they thought a lot of logic out, but like with the drinking of the, like in the eating and the drinking and the showering and all that. The and this, the the, her feet are the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Her like. Pointed, that was not cgi she just was on her tippy toes like a freaking real life barbie it's amazing um but then there's a lot of stuff they just made up and you just go with it and i like that about like not everything has to make sense really hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah i know yeah. we'll
0: put a pin in Convenient. that one
2: i just like that though and how and will ferrell like her ghost lives on the 17th floor <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny <laughs>
0: Okay, as we wrap this episode, um, remind everybody, please go to our socials and things and vote for us in the Signal Awards. Um, and uh, Becky, do you have anything you want to say before or like recommend or I say? I've
2: watched a lot of shows.
1: Yeah, I've been watching a lot of shows. I, uh, I'm watching the new season of Sex Education
2: now. But they were all, you mean Barbie, because they're all in Oh, movie. yeah, I'm watching the new season of Barbie. The entire cast is in that movie. Um, I watched the, um, the guy that made Sing Street and once, um, like, uh, Irish filmmaker, Jim Carney, I want to say. Maybe it's not Jim, but that's his last name. Lily
0: doesn't remember names. I don't remember
2: his names. But Flora and Son, it's on Apple Plus, I think. It was a very sweet, his mo- movies are always about music. And I think it was a very sweet movie. Shy, It might be, there's some language stuff with like movie for your kids, but besides a few inappropriate like moments, I think it's a very sweet movie you could watch with your kids about music, bringing a family together.
0: Cool. All right. I don't know if I have anything to add right now, so I'll just say you can follow us at Fry Night Movie on all of our socials or FryNightMovie.com. Our theme music is by What Does It Eat? And uh, fun to do this in person. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.